well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Um, there are people in the world today who think the Earth is flat. They're convinced. They know. They've walked to the end of the, wor of the world and seen it on the internet um, in a video game uh, so they know that's the point and and uh, I, I believe it's I don't know it's something like 12 million people around the world or something like that believe in that particular conspiracy theory or maybe wow. 12 that maybe it was 12,000 I don't know the fact that any amount believe it is nuts yeah because it's just not true Right. And yet, there's some very, uh, you know, maybe not, but I, but I mean, yeah, there there are some intelligent people who believe in things like that, nonetheless. What do you think about that? It's hard to believe yeah. that there are people who think things like that. Why do you think that's hard to believe? There's just so much evidence it's true that it's not mm -hmm. so the idea that a person is able to ignore that much evidence right. is just crazy to me yeah and yet they do yeah um as we're going to discover uh that can be motivated by psychological reasons. I've gone into great detail about that in the past. Um, and there are various other uh, reasons that denial sets in. Um, now, I did an episode on the philosophy of um, uh, denial, which is denialism. But uh, this is uh, just looking at plain old denial. Um, and so. Uh, I have an article here in the Washington Post, um, and uh, it's called Truth or Denial. Um, from climate change to the anti-vaccine movement, is denial on the rise in America? Well, obviously that's the case. Uh, this content is uh, from Bleaker, Bleaker Street. It's an argument out of the days of Galileo, Copernicus, and Columbus. In January of this year, an esteemed astrophysicist and a chart-topping rapper went head-to-head -head in a public battle about the curvature of the Earth. Doesn't that just sound like a horror show? An astrophysicist wasted their time debating a chart-topping rapper. Why? Why? Shouldn't the astrophysicist be doing scientific experiments somewhere, right, right. trying to save us or, you know, help us in some way? Why, why are they debating rappers? It's weird. It's an odd thing. Rappers are supposed to rap. They're not supposed to debate astrophysicists to disprove science. It's silly. It's just silly. I don't care, you know, if you think whatever. 
but you have to admit that there is a level of silliness there and, and a level of uh, presumptuousness. Like, I'm not going to go debate an astrophysicist on astrophysics, I'll tell you that much. Because I don't know it enough about it. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to wrap my head around it. And yet some, some big-headed, dumb motherfucker decided he was going to debate. <laughs> I'm on debate. I'm about, I'm about to debate. I'm about to debate. <laughs> Give me a break. Get out of here. You know, like, the world, the earth, right? Like, I've been, I've been on earth, okay? I've been on earth, and I, I was on earth, and I've been walking, and ain't no, I ain't never gone upside down. So what you mean, it's, it's, uh, it's round, it can't be. I ain't never walked upside down before. All right? I <laughs> shit. Can you imagine what that how dumb that debate had to have been? Get out of here. <laughs> look, look, you can't you can't be telling me though that the earth is round because I done seen Stanley Kubrick and he told me that it's not in a dream that I had after I did some shrooms. Shrooms, right. <laughs> debate. Give me a you can master debate for all I care. Like that's all you, they need to do. Like, <laughs> and remarkably, continuing on in the article, it's not that unusual today. We're a scientifically advanced society. Computers in our pockets do nearly anything we ask, and soon enough, cars will be driving themselves. But there remains a significant population that doesn't accept what scientists tell us is true. It's happening with vaccines, with climate change, and, as seen in the upcoming film Denial, even with the fact that the Holocaust happened. And, of course, that is because these things are all, in their own way, anti-Semitic attacks. That's the link. What's going on? Why do people choose to deny that President Obama was born in the United States? Because he's black, of course. Um, or that evolution is responsible for human life because it don't jive right with the Lord God Jesus. That's why. That's why we can't have evolution. It's it's evil. It starts with the word evil. Evolution. That's how you say it. Tarnation. Um, the answer lies in a deep-seated psychological response that helps us manage information that makes us uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, just because you're uncomfortable, it doesn't mean that something is bad. It's a very important thing to remember. Mm -hmm. uh, things sometimes that make us uncomfortable can uh, lead to truth, because the truth is oftentimes uncomfortable. And if we need to know the truth, then we need to be okay with feeling uncomfortable from time to time. Denial is the deliberate, often psychologically motivated neglect of information that would be too upsetting or anxiety-provoking to allow into one's belief system, says Paul Applebaum, former head of the American Psychiatric Association. It's a way, really, for people to make things make sense to themselves. If you love a good steak, for example, you might find a way to dismiss the idea that animals can feel pain, what psychologists call the meat paradox. A similar rationale is at play when the parent of an autistic child chooses to ignore the fact that the infamous 1998 Lancet study linking the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine to autism was later retracted. 
because the parent would prefer to have something upon which to blame the child's terrifying disorder. For many, denial is easier than being afraid or confused. That's why I say, you know, you should learn to uh, love your fear. It shouldn't be something that makes you, uh, you know, uncomfortable. And confusion just means that you're learning something. Mm -hmm. You cannot um, learn anything without being confused temporarily. And so what you're really saying there, you say, I hate being confused. Well, then you hate learning and um, you're not going to grow as a person. And that might even affect your finances. You might, because you, you could be too stubborn and you never learn from your mistakes, you might um, not ever make more money than what you're making right now. That's a huge possibility. So if you want a practical reason instead of you know a philosophical reason to make that change, there it is. Um, let's continue in the article. There are other motivations too like self-interest, cigarette manufacturers long denied that smoking was harmful. Oil companies have funded groups questioning climate change. Michael Milburn, co-author of The Politics of Denial and professor of psychology at University of Massachusetts, Boston, explains this by referencing Upton Sinclair's statement that it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. It's uh, a real truism, isn't it? You can't get a real movement going in the country to get fair wages because, well, um, some people's salaries depend on keeping your wages low. And that's just the reality that some people don't want to admit to for whatever reason. And let me tell you something, um, simply stating that something is, you know, kind of wrong with that does not make me a communist. Don't be ridiculous. People in America are very married to the idea of the honest business person, but that's not every business. And many of those businesses have gone out of business. And that's something that America has yet to waken up to. And, but, but they will. I think they will wake up to it. And I think that that time's coming sooner than a lot of people may realize. But we have to wait and see. I'm not a prophet. Last year, for example, a North Carolina state Toxicologists found that well water near a majority utilities coal ash pits was contaminated with a chemical known to cause cancer. Governor Pat McCroy, who used to work for the utility, took the position that there's simply no way to know the truth. We basically have a disagreement about scientists, he told reporters. One group of scientists, which I support, uh, believes the public ought to get all the information about the water, not limited information. Citing scientific disagreement has become a strategy to try to neutralize what real scientists say. According to Sean Otto, author of The War on Science, real science isn't about ulterior motives or business strategies. It's a set of facts that exist whether one subscribes to them or not.
In Otto's words, credible science is science that has the overwhelming body of evidence on its side. You can always find a scientist who will have an outlier position. That doesn't make that a credible, balanced argument. And yet we see all the time those people are promoted. They're often um, spiritual leaders, gurus, um, but they can, you know, just be maybe part of the self-help movement or maybe you saw them on Oprah because she's one of the biggest uh, pill pushers of this nonsense and it is nonsense Dr. Phil does it too the technique of highlighting certain scientific arguments or even parts of arguments that fit a preconceived worldview is a common technique called cherry-picking used by deniers to convince themselves and others. Closely related to this is appeal to non-authority, reliance on sources whose expertise is questionable or discredited. So not having an authority figure becomes a badge of honor um, because the authority figures are bad and evil. So th the fact that it's not an authority figure becomes impressive. You see how that works? Interesting. This is how propaganda actually works. These are the mechanisms of propaganda. Right. There is a kind of uh, science to it. It's a mad science, but it's a science nonetheless. Um, another common technique is uh, moving the goalpost, responding to one's opponents by continuously demanding new sorts of evidence. After the White House produced a Hawaiian birth certificate in the face of denialists who said President Obama was born in Kenya, some shifted the goalpost by then claiming the certificate was forged or doctored. See, you never win. It doesn't matter what you do. They'll always move the goalpost. The big question is, why are we so ripe for the convincing? Why are so many people interested in following charismatic figures who use conspiracy theories to pit us against each other. From conflicting advice about personal health and safety to disparate views about immigration, economic inequality, and other social and political concerns, the rise of self-proclaimed experts and experts with social media acclaim has created even more tension in already straining economic, religious, and cultural divides. Caught between internal fear and external Fusion. It's easy to turn to denial to maintain worldviews that make the most sense to us, whether they're backed by facts or not. In some cases, the worldviews are supported by religious beliefs, in others, a hopeful reliance on plain old common sense. But when common sense fails to provide answers to more complex issues, relying on the expertise of others becomes necessary. And it's this reliance on others that gives some cause for alarm, resulting in anti-intellectualism. In the United States, anti-intellectualism dates back to the Founding Fathers when Thomas Jefferson's Democrat, Democratic Republicans favored the wisdom of the common man over the expertise of the elites. You hear that term used all the time, the elites, the elites, the elites. That's because this goes back way to the beginning of this country. Right. And it's part of the culture, and when you attack that, you're attacking their culture, just like they always say. That's our culture. You can't attack that. It's very complex. Um, embodied by Alexander Hamilton, 
Since then, the American population has tended to support a belief that regular people know best and experts are suspect. This notion flares up when we think that our core values are under attack, as with McCarthyism and today, with immigration, cybersecurity, and other national security concerns, it seems to be back with a vengeance. So because, you know, it's just a cultural thing that Americans are kind of, they, they just kind of do it. Like, what do you think about that? You ever catch yourself doing something like that? Or seen other people do it. Doesn't have to be yourself. What exactly? Well, they just say, well, you know, regular people know better than experts. Oh, yeah. You know, I think I've thought that before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's kind of a just in American culture yeah. to assume that you know best. And I catch people doing it all the time, and I'm always like, oh, you, ha you, you have the best knowledge. You don't have that expert knowledge, right? You don't have that college knowledge. Fuck that shit. You got you that know, good stuff. That, you got that good that, knowledge. That's actually <laughs> my favorite. There are some people who, um, like, the whole college, like, situation. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. There's a whole snobbishness um, now... If you say uh, you went to college, people automatically assume, like, you're yeah. an asshole or something, yeah. or, like, you don't know what you're talking about. And these are some of the stupidest people in the world. Um, mm. And so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, what are you going to do? Um, uh, and I think a lot of times um, really smart people like me get passed up intentionally because the people who are hiring perhaps are a little, a little jealous. A little jealous. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> bite the hand that feeds you. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what I do anyway. Anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and end it right there, I think. Uh, do you have anything you want to add about the, um, the de kind of denial syndrome and the anti-intellectualism? Uh, what are... Any final thoughts? No. All right, everyone. Um, well, go ahead and uh, check us out on Twitter at more underscore content PLS. You can also find us at more content talk, all one word, at YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Oh, and by the way, you can always support us on Anchor, um, and you can always write a review for us wherever and uh, share the show around to just spread more content talk as much as possible. I'd really appreciate that. All right, everyone, have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, till time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. You want to say it too? When life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. All right, everyone, bye. Adios.